Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. Hey, Jilly. It's nice to have you on the show. How are you doing today? Hello. Thank you. It's nice to be here. How are you? I'm doing fine. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, oftentimes I love to talk about the essence of this show, which is mm-hmm. to invite amazing guests. Amazing guests like Julie, who have triumphed over one um, challenges or another. You know, we are bound to face challenges all the time as humans, but particularly those ones who have overcome a particular challenge or some challenges, we invite them to come talk to us about their stories. Because we believe that in our audience, there might be someone who is stuck up in a situation Julie came out of triumphantly. So for that reason, that's the essence of the show. So within the next few minutes, Julie, let us get started with your story, the challenges that you faced and how you overcame them. And afterwards, I've got some questions for you. Okay, let's begin. Sure. All right, Julie, let's begin. Let's get started. Okay. Um, What would you like me to talk about first? Do you want me to talk about becoming a children's book author in that process? Yeah, sure, sure. Please go. Okay. Well, um, I have two children of my own, and even before I had children, I love to create stories. Um, I had thought about becoming a children's book author at one time and attended a children's book conference. It was a three-day seminar. Um, I really learned a lot there. Um, And basically, nobody was interested in what I had to write or say at that time. So I really felt like I had failed as a writer. And um, I learned it was a difficult industry to break into. Um, There wasn't a lot of money involved. The odds were very low that anything would ever come of it. Well, being younger at the time, I had to pay my rent and, you know, cost of living and everything. So it didn't really make sense to pursue publishing for me at that time. Um, So now later on in life, here I am with two children of my own. We've been reading bedtime stories night after night together for many years. And I eventually ran out of stories. So I started creating my own to entertain my own children. And after I finished one particular story, my youngest, who was um, in kindergarten at the time, told me he loved it. And I had never heard that reaction to any other story. So the next morning, I thought, you know, if he loves it, I bet other kids his own age might love it as well. So I wrote it into a manuscript, um, read it back to him. He corrected me or told me, you know, what I had said the previous night that was a little different in the morning. He wanted it exactly the way he wanted it. So I took my six-year-old, your five-year-old's advice at the time. You know, he was my reader. He was my audience. So I wrote it into a manuscript, submitted it to many publishers, and was picked up by Pegasus Publishing. 
Um, so here I am many years later, finally coming into the children's book industry. I had signed a contract with Pegasus Publishers back in 2022. And for anyone who doesn't know anything or much about the publishing process, it can take, you know, one to two years to get a book on the market. Um, in the meantime, while I was waiting on that process, I began researching other publishing venues as well and put together two holiday books of my own. One was the um, fall or Halloween book called 10 Little Pumpkins Hide and Seek, which was really geared to the zero to four, zero to six audience. Um, just a festive, fun hide and seek book um, where younger kids can practice counting the pumpkins as well. And then around Christmas, I put together um, Santa's reindeer hide and seek where Santa calls out to each reindeer one by one, according to their names in the order of the song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I realized as an adult, I don't even know all the reindeer names of Santa's reindeer. And I've heard that song for decades. <laughs> so I thought, you know, what a fun way to get children to learn the reindeer names and um, have a fun activity for them to do around Christmas. They can read the book. Parents or grandparents can gift it to children. Helps with young learners, um, reading, rhyming. And then they can listen to the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer song after that. Um, so 10 Little Pumpkins, Hide and Seek, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer are currently available on Amazon.com. And The Strange Thing Forest, um, via Pegasus Publishers, is now available to pre-order and will be released uh, January 25th of this month, 2024, this year. And will hopefully be in Barnes & Noble um, and Amazon UK as well. So... You know, after many decades of thinking, I'm never going to pursue being an author. It's a waste of my time. I can't afford it. There's no money. I'm doing it now, not for the money, but because I love it. And I have my own children, you know, encouraging me, supporting me, inspiring me, motivating me. Um, so that's really how I've come to be an author today. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> um, um, let us talk. Uh, a bit concerning that aspect of being an author. Okay, so what was it like to be a new author? What were the things that you kind of faced, you came across, and maybe at some point you were feeling like this is just too heavy? I just can't. No, there's some, actually, there's some people who want to be an author. But they are scared of, they don't know what to expect or how it is going to be. So your answer to this question now is actually going to help them. So what was it like being a new author? Um, well, I would still consider myself a new author. And um, for me, the writing part is the easy part. The creating part is the easy part. Um, now that the books have come into the world, now marketing seems to be the hardest part. Just, you know, telling people that your book exists. Um, that's very challenging. Um, so I'm working on that, joining podcasts, reaching out to radio stations, doing readings at schools, um, donating books to the local schools and library, just kind of getting the word out there that, hey, there's these books, check them out, kids and parents, you know, read them to your kids. I think they may like them. That's true. You're correct. The marketing part is actually um, the big deal. Okay. All right. So the second question. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. So 
yeah yeah let us talk about um christmas gift idea for kids you know um um christian christmas books or let's just talk about it okay you got it um so yeah Yep, so Santa's reindeer hide and seek. Here, I actually have a copy here. It might look backwards. Let's see if I can put it up. The words are backwards, but this is what the book looks like. You can find it on Amazon. And I can email you too if you want to post it in comments. Um, yeah, please do. But in this particular book, I don't have, I didn't have an illustrator. I don't illustrate my own books. Um, so I used Clipper to create these illustrations. So I created the illustrations, I just didn't draw them. Um, so you can see, like, for example, on the first page, it says, Dasher, Dasher, where could you be? You see Dasher hiding from me? And then you'll see a reindeer hiding in the North Pole behind some snowy hills and trees. So it's just really festive and simple, um, mainly to encourage listening to the rhyme, encourage kids to find the reindeer very easily and kind of get a kick out of the pictures and find joy and happiness and fun um, in helping Santa find his reindeers. Amazing. You know, I would say this. I love the way you are answering those questions. I like people that answer questions um, so brilliantly. That's so good. Okay. The <laughs> second to the last question. All right. So let us talk about picture books writing picture books what are the processes yeah um so for picture books um one of the main things you're going to learn as an author if you do any research at all or take any classes is the picture should tell a lot of the story so as writers it's easy to write the description and tell everybody what's happening in the description so with picture books you really need to remember show, don't tell. So you want to show the story, show what's happening through the pictures instead of just explaining and telling what's going on. And for me, that was kind of hard to overcome because I write first and then I do the pictures um, according to my writing. And then I kind of go back and ask myself, am I telling or am I showing? So um, just using that first example, Dasher, Dasher, where could you be? Do you see Dasher hiding from me? So here, you hear Santa calling out to the reindeer, but then I'm saying, do you see him hiding from me? I'm not saying, do you see Dasher hiding behind the snowy hills and behind the tree? I'm not explaining it. I'm just saying, do you see him hiding? Well, then the picture showing where he's hiding. So it's really show, don't tell. And that's kind of a challenging um, concept to grasp and overcome, but once you get it, it makes sense. <clears throat> That's 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 true. That's true. Okay. Um, the very last question. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, you were talking about publishing manuscript earlier. So, can we talk about the mm-hmm. process? Let's say yeah. there's someone who uh, publish yeah. Yes, so there's uh, many different ways to publish, which I've also learned about. Um, One of the ways to publish is called print on demand. What that means is a company picks up your manuscript and once it's ordered, they print it. Um, In that type of scenario, 
the author isn't going to have any upfront cost. It's a very um, simple way to get your book to come to life. However, you need to do all the marketing yourself um, and get it out there yourself. So it is a very big job. After print on demand, there's self-publishing. Self-publishing is where, for picture books especially, you should probably be an artist or at least able to create your own illustrations so you're the author and the illustrator. Otherwise, you're going to be hiring an illustrator. And in my research, what I've realized to hire an illustrator, you're going to be looking to pay around $3,000 for um, a picture book on average. So you're going to have that upfront cost of $3,000. Um, and then you're also self-publishing. You're going to have to format the book. You're going to have to upload the book. You're going to have to get it on all of the different venues where it can be printed out and purchased. So again, it's, and then you're doing all the marketing on your own as well. So again, it's a timely process. Um, it can be worth it if you understand how to do it. Um, but if you're paying that illustrator, it can be a big upfront cost and the return is not a lot. Children's books um, are not a huge moneymaker unless you're you know, a bestseller and you're selling a million copies, don't plan on making a lot of money in this industry. <laughs> Um, another way to publish is a hybrid option, and that's where the author and the publishing company is going to share the upfront cost to publish the book. Um, so, for example, the author might pay the publishing company anywhere from $2,000 to $3,000, but that covers the cost of an illustrator. The author has access to all of that company's contracts with, like, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any other worldwide bookstores, depending on the company. Um, so you're creating a bigger market that you have exposure in. So you really have to weigh um, whether that's worth it or not to you. And sometimes to break into the industry, that's the best way to go. So you have a company backing up your work and you have access um, to their distribution channels. Um, the last and probably best way that most, most authors would like to publish are traditional publishing venues. And that's going to be the most challenging because to get into a traditional publisher, usually you need an agent. And most agents don't want to take on brand new unknown authors. Um, there are some out there, but you're going to spend a lot of time um, submitting your manuscripts, submitting your query letters, both to publishers and to agents. I've queried both traditional publishers and agents. Um, I did end up in the hybrid contract with Pegasus Publishing, which I think is a good venue for me just starting out especially. Um, and I still am hoping, I have many more manuscripts ready to go. I'm hoping as some of the books take off that potentially an agent or company will pick me up and take a look at my work down the road. But even if they don't, that's okay because I'm having a great time doing it. You know, it's for my children, just for my passion, my love of writing. So uh, I'm not dependent on it for a future, so to speak. I just do it for pure enjoyment. I tell you, you're doing a great job, Jilly. I tell you, you're doing oh, a great job and I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> you know, our conversation has been so educative and that's because Julie, Julie's words are so filled with a lot of insight, and I'm happy about that. Okay, so in conclusion, Julie, what would you like to say to anyone who wants to venture into writing children's book, but the fear of the unknown has been preventing he or she or 
them. What would you like to say to them in conclusion? I would say just do it. Go for it. Um, if you have the passion, put it out there. And you are going to get rejected for every like one person that says yes, there's going to be 50 people who say no. And even if you read it to your own friends and family, some are going to be like, wow, that's really great. And others are going to kind of look at you and maybe like, wow, that's really good. <laughs> you know, so um, don't worry about what other people think. Don't worry about it. Just have fun writing it. Pursue your dreams. Um, there's tons of videos and research on YouTube. There's books about writing. I mean, just, you know, educate yourself on the process and don't feel bad. There's more authors who fail than those who succeed. And you're not failing. You just haven't found the right way to get into the industry yet. So don't give up if that's what you love. Amazing. That's so beautiful. Okay. Let's say someone would like to reach out to Chile. How can that be possible? Um, well, you can check out my website. I have www.juliebomerbooks.com. That's J-U-L-I-B-O-H-M-E-R. And um, I'm also on Instagram under Julie Bomer Books and on Facebook as Julie Bomer Books. So find me on social media, find my website, go ahead and drop a message and I'll help you out if I can. Thank you so very much for that. <laughs> so that's going to be the end of the show. Thank you for your time, Julie. It means a whole lot. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. That was a great one, right? <laughs> I know, right? Thank you so very much for listening to that podcast. It means a whole lot to us. I must confess, it do means a whole lot to us. Okay, have a request to make. Yeah, I want to ask you for a favor. Can you drop a review and rate us on Apple Podcast? That's going to make us know how we are blessing you. And that's going to make us understand how else we can improve to continually impact knowledge. To you and others. Thank you so very much for listening and God bless you. Shalom.